Welcome to the True Condos Podcast with Andrew LaFleur, the place to get the truth on the Toronto condo market and condo investing in Toronto. Hi, and welcome back to the show. On today's show, I interviewed Dominic Tampa. Dominic's the president of City Life Realty, which is the in-house real estate company that does all the sales for Daniel's projects. And of course, we're talking about Daniel's Waterfront, which is a large master plan community with condos and offices and retail and many other things. Very interesting and unique project. And that is at Jarvis and Queens Key, right on right in the water, uh, downtown Toronto, of course. And so you want to listen to this interview for all the show notes on this episode, including um, how you can get the investor package for Daniel's Waterfront. Just head on over to truecondos.com slash podcast, and you'll see this episode uh, with Dominic Tampa, and you'll be able to download uh, the information right there instantly. Okay, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy this interview with Dominic Tampa. Here we go. Welcome to the True Condos Podcast with Andrew LaFleur, the place to get the truth on the Toronto condo market and condo investing in Toronto. Okay, it's my pleasure to welcome to the show Dominic Tampa. Dominic is the broker of record for City Life Realty. Dominic, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Andrew. Um, why don't we start, uh, Dom, you can tell us a little bit about yourself and um and City Life Realty and, and how you got started in real estate. Love to hear that story. Well, let me start with City Life Realty uh, is a fully owned subsidiary of the Daniels Corporation. Uh, we, we are in, responsible for all of the high rise uh, condominium projects for Daniels. I started way back in 1984. So we were, <laughs> we were at the, uh, at the end of a recession at that time. It was just before um, the real estate market started expanding in the 1980s. Uh, so it's been 31 years. Uh, in the 1990s, I went into um, condominiums as a specialty. So I was both managing and selling condominium uh, communities. Um, started working with Daniels in 2000, and in 2000, uh, we started doing sales uh, on a rent-to-own program up in uh, North York. Okay. So what, uh, what initially got you into real estate though in the first place? Like what were you doing before your days in real estate, if anything, like how did you, it's always interesting to hear people's stories and to sort of how they came into the real estate industry. Well, Andrew, I was 21 years old, so <laughs> <laughs> I had not done a lot before that. So I actually started, uh, right out of school. Uh, I was actually in insurance and I worked in an office that did insurance and real estate. And the real estate looked a lot more interesting to me than the insurance was. And it was insurance wasn't something that I was enjoying. And watching what the real estate sales reps were doing in the real estate side of it uh, was something that caught my eye. And, and, and from there, I just, uh, I loved it from the, from the first day. So what, uh, in your sort of early years, like what, what were you doing exactly then? Were you a, like a sales rep, kind of uh, yeah, residential was- real estate or... Exactly. So I was working uh, residential resale marketplace in the GTA. Uh, and, and again, I through the 1980s, that, that's what I, what I was doing was just the resale residential market. In the early 90s, um, I saw the growth in condominiums. And I saw that, uh, that it, was a very, it was a specialized marketplace. And I really thought that I wanted to work a niche market rather than to be working across the board as a general agent working you know, right. commercial, residential, and everything. And so that's really where I got started in the condominium side. 
And at that time, I was doing both sales and I actually had a company that did condominium property management as well. So they tied in very nicely together. Hmm. And from there, that's how I started working with Daniels. I was doing uh, some pro condominium property management with the Daniels Corporation. And then we got into working some unique programs to help people to get into ownership. Okay. Uh, and that was uh, the Chelsea at uh, NY Towers. It was right. the first ever large-scale rent-to-own program ever done by a developer in Toronto. So NY Towers, again, for those unfamiliar, that's Bayview and Shepherd. Yeah, it's those those well-known towers, like an somewhat an iconic an as you drive by the 401, you can recognize them right away. Absolutely. An incredible master-planned community, uh, 13 buildings. Uh, we, we completely changed the skyline of uh, Bayview and Shepherd. And Chelsea was uh, a boutique building uh, that... Uh, that we wanted to, you know, Daniels has, has as part of their mandate is, is really focused on uh, making home ownership accessible. And so we've always tried to be very creative in the types of programs that we bring to the marketplace. Um, everything from our gateway rental communities that helps people save towards down payments. Um, and Chelsea was the first one where, like I said, on a large scale, any developer had ever done a rent to own program. And, Basically, people were able to purchase at the Chelsea with absolutely no money down at that time, rent for a year, and through the rental payments they were making, save wow. towards a down payment of a purchase. And this was around so was early it, 2000? Yeah, it was, was it? I believe it was 2003. 2003. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you've been in real estate a long time. Uh, what what sort of what still excites you or what what gets you uh, excited about real estate today what, what keeps you motivated uh, you know the, the, it's, it's a very interesting business in that every single day is different yeah. so th there's no doubt i like i like being in our sales offices i like talking to our buyers it's 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 very rewarding to help people to get into the home of their dreams it's there's nothing like the excitement when they finally sign an agreement uh on the on the a condominium they've been dreaming about and just helping them get from thinking about buying to actually the whole process of the move it, it's a very rewarding business that like i said day in and day out it's very different each day but you're also getting the rewards of helping people out yeah absolutely it's uh it's it's exciting business from that angle um talk to us a little bit more about daniels like what what really makes daniels unique you touched on you know that program you had in in the ny towers but Really, Daniels is known for many programs that are innovative, many you know ways that they've figured out to to help people get into home ownership or condo ownership uh, that other developers have have you know are, are trying to play catch up or have just never figured out how to do it the way that you guys do it. So, what uh, in your mind, what makes Daniels unique? Well, I would say more than anything, Daniels is an innovator. So we're never following the market. We're leading, and we're we're always we're always trying to find both ways to 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 create unique ownership opportunities, and also to create unique communities. So, one of the things we do extremely well, better than anyone in the marketplace, is build master plan communities where we're actually 
creating an entire community. We're not just putting up a condominium tower. Mm -hmm. We're putting in retail. We're putting in arts and culture. So we really, we really fuse all the elements of what is needed in a community. And I think we do that better than anyone else. Mm -hmm. And the, then the other way, way we're, we're very innovative, which I touched on earlier, is, is with the different programs we do and how we make home ownership accessible. So I don't think there's, there is no one else in, in, in the industry, for instance, who's done a rent-to-own on a big scale like we have. And we've done this a few times. We've also had uh, programs as in Regent Park, which is the largest redevelopment of a city core that's ever been done in North America, and it's just been a huge success. But there we have a program called the Boost Program, which helps people save, again, helps towards the down payment of a purchase. We have our gateway rental communities, which also has part of the rent going towards the down payment of a future Daniels Homes. So it's that type of innovation mm -hmm. that really makes us stand out. And you build you, you build a lot of buildings before you actually sell them, I think, which is which is a, a thing you're really known for in the high-rise world uh, is, is you've, you're able to start construction and, 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 and you know, have a building almost all the way finished by the time you start selling it as opposed to so many stories you hear in, in the condo world where, you know, a project gets sold and it doesn't even, construction doesn't even start for various reasons for several years and it just drags on and on and on. Which is part of our uniqueness and also the, the, the fact is that when you're buying from Daniels, you can count on us to deliver your suite in the time frame we've promised it. And, you know, you touched on one of the industry issues for so many people when you're purchasing a suite and you're promised a, an occupancy date a couple of years down the road and that ends up being two years after your promised occupancy your your whole life can change in that extra two years yeah, and absolutely. You, you know you, you're in a position where you're constantly waiting for that for that to, to move into that home so you know very unique in the in the industry where we are building some of ours before we go on sale and mm -hmm. what that allows a buyer to do is actually physically see touch feel the the the, the condominium they're going to be living in and gives them absolutely certain dates mm -hmm. of when they're going to be moving in. Yeah. So that, that works very well. But even, even when we, we, we sell before we go on sale, Daniels is, is very consistent in delivering the occupancy dates that we promise you up front. Yeah. And uh, you don't just talk the talk. You actually walk the walk in the sense that you live in a Daniels building yourself. So uh, maybe you could talk just you know, from your own personal experience of, of living in, in, uh, in a Daniels community, um, what's it like? Like, what do you appreciate about uh, living in, in a Daniels building? Uh, yes, I, I do live in a Daniels building. And, and you know, I, I think I can speak to it probably better than anyone in that, you know, having been in the industry for 31 years, I've seen the, I've seen the different developers and been involved with a number of different developers. Uh, what I've always liked about Daniels is the quality of construction. I mean, there's... There is, and I, of course, I work with Daniels, but I can tell you, again, having been involved with other developers as well, Daniels delivers an amazing product. Mm -hmm. The quality of our construction, you can see it, you know, from a standpoint of our um, of our standing with Terion. So Terion, on an annual basis, uh, announces a high-rise builder of the year based on uh, the Terion warranties questionnaires from actual homeowners. So this is not an industry award. This is going. This is feedback from homeowners who've purchased. Mm -hmm. And and D Daniels has won the High Rise Builder of the Year um, multiple times and is always in the top three in the industry. Yeah. So that is something I really appreciate. And you know, as a homeowner, I'm looking for the same type of quality of finishes that 
uh, any other buyer is. I'm looking for the same type of after-sales service from the warranty team and construction yeah. team that any buyer is, and, and it's that's what's attracted me to the product. I know it's a, it, it's a superior product. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I want to talk, obviously we want to talk a lot about Daniel's Waterfront and the very exciting project we're, we're um, talking about today, and, and it's about to launch very soon. Um, but before we do, let's just take a step back, maybe talk about the condo market in general. I'd love to get your thoughts on sort of where we are um, at this point in 2015 with the condo market, what you're seeing. Um, I know it's been a very good year for, for the Daniels uh, group with uh, the many projects you've got going on, but how would you describe the market right now, the condo market, and what would you say to those people who who's, you know, the, insist that we're in a condo bubble situation? Well, the market's been very strong. This, this has been one of our best years. I think statistically it's been our second best year in, in, in the last 10 years. So the, the market's staying very strong. As far as, as where the market is or is going, um, I think there's a number of factors in play here. One is that there's, there's a really significant migration to the GTA, both in you know, people who've been living in the suburbs wanting to be closer to work, to to entertainment and also in the in, in immigration that's coming into the country and most of most recent immigrants are very attracted to to Toronto because of everything it offers from everything from transportation to jobs and to uh, the social life so this there's a there's a really strong uh, strong demand on uh, on condominium apartments uh, both from the end user wanting to move in and then from for an investor who is looking for a tenant um, there's a lot of people looking to rent right now. And I, you know, there, there's really nothing that we can see on the horizon that's going to change the, those demographics. We're going to continue mm -hmm. to see uh, a, a flight from the, the suburbs into the city so that people can be closer to work quality of life. And we're going to continue to see strong immigration numbers that are going to drive the need for more rental housing. Why should anyone invest in a condo today, in your opinion? It's a very good long-term investment. So if you're looking, if you if you treat your purchase as a long-term investment, uh, your return on your money is going to be very solid. At the same time, you're it, it's low risk and it's something you can touch and feel. It's not you know it, there's nothing wrong with the stock market, but if you're like anything like me, I have no idea. I don't understand it. Why it goes up? Why it goes down? Mm -hmm. um, but with real estate. It's it's something that that is physically there, and regardless of you know, regardless of any fluctuations in the price, uh, you'll find that over time you'll always make money. Mm -hmm. And if you're investing and renting out your suite, you're going to find that your tenant is helping you to pay down your mortgage. So your return on that investment just keeps increasing as time goes by. Yeah, and you've been in the business obviously a very long time. You've you've seen your share of ups and downs in the market. You've survived several recessions uh, and and real estate up you know ups and downs um what's sort of the like what would be the main advice you would give somebody who's new to um real estate or or who's looking at uh buying their first condo this year what uh other than sort of what you just mentioned is there anything else you'd you sort of what advice would you give to them based on your experience well, i think you should look at, at real estate investing as a as a as strategically on a longer term basis, so I don't think you should go into purchasing real estate on a I'm going to buy it and I'm going to sell it in a year. 
um, I think you, you should look and you talked about the ups and downs of the marketplace. And I said, I mentioned earlier that I started in the early 80s when we were just exiting a, a recession, a very where interest rates, I can tell you, I can remember, yeah. I, you know, yeah. talking about interest rates, but uh, I bought a house in, in 1981. Wow. And my mortgage renewed in 1981. So hold on. I was 19 years old. I was going to say, yeah, because you gave us some numbers earlier. <laughs> 19 years old, you bought yeah, your first my house. My first house. That's amazing. I did, I, and, you know, and I knew nothing about real estate. So I assumed a mortgage uh, that came up for renewal six months later in 1982. And mm. it renewed at 18 and three quarters percent. So to wow. give you an idea of just how incredible the interest rates yeah. are that we've been experiencing here. Um, 18 points. What was it? 18 and three quarters. 18 and three quarters. I believe I've seen lately uh, interest rates 1.85% as low as. So that's like 10% of the rate you were getting. Right. <laughs> it's almost the same number. Move the decimal point over. And, and <laughs> But you know what that also tells you, Andrew, is is how sustainable the real estate market is. We, we went through a bit of a, a downturn in that early 80s, mm-hmm. but it very quickly came back up and yeah. prices almost doubled in in a period of four or five years and that was with interest rates even when they came down from that ridiculous 18 percent mortgage down to about 10 percent yeah uh, so we could the marketplace we have now and we talk about the long-term sustainability of the marketplace and where is the direction of the marketplace and you know part of the the people who talk about bubbles say if interest rates go up a couple of percentage points it's going to change the market and my, my response to that is i've seen rates way above where they're at and mm-hmm. the market continues to sustain so then right. the need then what's different about real estate is it's a tangible product that there's a there's an actual need for it's not like stocks where you can live or live with or without them you mm-hmm. need a place to live when you, you come to this country and you need a home you need a place to rent so mm-hmm. that's not going to change and so even if interest rates were to go up one or two percent it's not going to to make a dramatic change in our marketplace as long as all the other factors are in place yeah yeah absolutely great point to to keep in mind for sure um let's talk about daniel's waterfront now let's uh let's get into this project it's very exciting it's um it's very different from anything else that uh, daniels has ever done in a lot of ways but in the same same time it's uh it has a lot of similarities in that it's a, like you said, it's a master plan, full community. Um, why don't you give us a bit of an overview of the project and, and what are you most excited about in particular about Daniel's Waterfront? So as you were saying, it's a master plan community. It's something that the Daniel's Corporation does better than anyone in the industry. So here at Daniel's Waterfront, we're taking a city block and completely transforming this part of the waterfront. Now, in terms of location, what makes it very attractive is that it really acts as a gateway to the east bay front lands that are you know currently under development Mm -hmm. but we were we're very closely connected to the city core being at at queens key and jarvis you're just uh steps away from the saint lawrence market you're a 10 minute walk to union station Mm -hmm. you've got sugar beach sherborne common you've got so many of so many great amenities that are already here Mm -hmm. this master plan community we're building at daniel's waterfront is just going to enhance it so the location is just unbelievable um what we're doing doing with with this with this community is we're putting in 1.32 million square feet of office retail residential and arts wow. and cultural space yeah. so you know one of the the, the really unique uh, aspects of daniel's uh, 
uh, waterfront is how we're integrating arts and culture into everything we're doing here. Okay, so uh, that's a bit of a tease. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that and what that looks like, integrating arts and culture? Because it's the, the, the name of the project officially, I guess, is uh, Daniel's Waterfront City, City of, of the, the arts. arts. Exactly. So City of the Arts, um, what does that mean exactly for, for this project? Well, we, we rec recognize what an incredible uh, city the Toronto is from a standpoint of arts and culture. We have some of the the, the, the best of, of uh, arts facilities and, and, and cultural aspects to this city. And we, we wanted it to be part of what we're doing down here. So there's a number of different ways we're doing that. Um, one of them is in, in, in some of the, the, um, some of the, the, the organizations are going to be uh, located down here. So for instance, Artscape um, will be located, will be moving their head office uh, into the office condominiums that we're, we're, we're building. Mm -hmm. Um, we are also infusing it into the residential component. So at Lighthouse Tower, which is the first of the residential buildings, a 45-story uh, residence that's going on sale shortly, um, there'll be an interconnectivity package where anyone who's interested in the arts will have a package where they'll have access to Artscape events. They'll have access to, to uh, tickets to North by Northeast events. Uh, they'll have access to special TIFF events. So when TIFF is here and uh, with the Toronto Film Festival, you'll be, you'll be able to get special access to, to premier events. So we recognize that um, there's a lot of different interests in, in arts and culture, and there's a lot of different uh, avenues for people to explore, and we mm -hmm. want to help them to do that. Within the amenity space of uh, the Lighthouse we, we just have some really unique amenities mm -hmm. that people who are attracted to arts and culture will really be excited about. So uh, there's... I know there's the, one room in particular you're, you're pretty it, excited it's about. My, it's <laughs> my favorite, favorite, and I don't know why, because yeah. I don't play an instrument, but I just yeah. think it's so cool. Yeah. And I've never seen it in any condominium everywhere. We're putting in a jam studio. So a jam you, studio, right. So if yeah. you've got a little garage band that you right. like to have some fun with, uh, you can use a jam studio for your sessions. Yeah. Um, another really interesting and exciting one is the arts uh, studio so and, and this will this will be curated by artscape and this is another thing when we create these amenity spaces we're not you're just right. putting them in and then you're on your own right um, yes. we actually get uh, organizations involved to help the condominium to actually use this space to the best to yeah. the best of, of, of what's what's there so artscape will be involved with the art studio and having sessions and classes that can uh, help people with everything from learning how to sculptor to paint mm -hmm. uh, to music so uh, these are these are really pretty exciting amenity spaces that are very uh, very unique yeah and you've done the same thing where in some of your other communities like I'm thinking of one park place where you have um, outside groups coming in to to help with the rooftop gardens and, yeah. and teaching people how to do the rooftop gardening and you've got another group coming in uh, organization that runs the um sort of the fitness area and the fitness programming and and uh, and that sort of side of things so you're you focus on your strengths i guess as any good business you focus on building the communities uh but in terms of running the actual programs and and making that community something vibrant and something that's actually and the amenities are things that people really enjoy and use i guess that's where you bring in um yeah well, partners we, we take it to the next level so what we don't we don't do is just create the amenity spaces we want to have those 
amenity spaces be an extension of both living spaces and the lifestyles of the residents in in that uh, condominium so here at at lighthouse some of the other really unique spaces we have a kitchen library something we haven't put into yeah uh, yeah i heard about this before. yeah tell and, us about that it's and very so, interesting you know you know you're living in a condominium and, and you let's see if, if you have some interest in in cooking and the culinary arts um there'll be an actual kitchen library we can go down to and if you want to borrow a bread maker you'll be able to do that or mm -hmm. you know a special kind of mixer but we'll also again bring be bringing in outside uh, organizations to hold culinary sessions and and, and different classes so again it, it it it's really designed to not just create amenity spaces but also ex ex expand and 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 really increase the enjoyability of people living there because they're yeah. really getting a full experience and you really set it up so that the amenities get really used and utilized and it's not just something that's just sitting there empty rooms that you know condo corporation and, and condo owners are paying for every month and you start to say to yourself why do we have these things which is quite honestly often the case in a lot of buildings where amenity spaces look great on you know in the brochure and on paper but when the buildings actually get built it's like we have these rooms or we have these places that nobody really uses and we're paying for it. Um, you, you really take that proactive approach of designing it, but also setting it up for success, setting it up for, um, you know, maximum usage. We like to program all our spaces. Program I really it, yeah. think that's the key. You mentioned the, uh, the gardening. So, the, you know, we, we're very big proponent of urban agriculture. And yeah. so in all of our yeah. new That's something you're doing in all your buildings now. You started that. a few years, yeah, a few buildings back, and exactly. now it's in and every it, building. You know, I can tell you it's just been such a huge hit. From a standpoint, there's so many people who are interested in, in gardening, but it mm -hmm. also brings the community together. There's, you know, it's it's wonderful to see in some of these communities, and we're hitting that time of year in fall where, where people think of harvest time. And, yeah. you know, they harvest the, the vegetables and, and that they've grown, and they usually have a nice dinner in the in, in the in, in our party room or right. with the catering kitchen. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it just brings the community together. And we've been putting, uh, you know, we, we've had a focus on urban agriculture now in all of our condominiums. And, again, we do program it. We bring bring mm. in experts in the field to actually help get that exactly, uh, yeah. the program started so that, you know, we don't we don't create any of these spaces and as you mentioned just leave them with the result that no one's using them yeah uh, you know one thing that we are very focused on is making sure that if we're going to create an amenity space it's going to be a space that everyone in the condominium will really enjoy mm -hmm. so getting back to daniel's waterfront and sort of the getting people an overview of the project it's approximately 1.3 million square feet which i believe around half of that square footage is the residential component but you've got another the other half is made up of office and retail and and other uses why don't you why don't you speak to the office component in particular and and why why is it good to have an office component in a in a community like this well because for for any community to, to be truly a community you have to have you have to have uh, more components than just uh, the residential so the office is, is one of those components. People, many people who live in the in Lighthouse will probably work in one of the offices that are down here. So it's a great location for an office. It's a very unique concept we're doing. We are actually creating office condominiums, mm -hmm. which is uh, 
which is a relatively new product in the marketplace. It's fantastic for someone who has a business, wants to be in a great location, be able to own the, the office where their, their business is located yep. and, and be able to control their long-term costs on the office. So it's a fantastic co uh, concept. We uh, released the, the first of the, the East Tower of the two, two uh, office condominiums and are over 50% sold in less than a month. So it's been very well received. Um, wow. The other yeah. the other aspect that you mentioned and, and is really important is the the retail and and the restaurants. So um, you know there'll be there'll be a very nice uh, retail component with some small shops, restaurants. So that again you know to be a full community, it's nice when at the end of the day you want to go out and 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 have some dinner and you don't have to leave your community you don't have to even going, cross the street you're just going down to, <laughs> so the, yeah. there's twenty five thousand square feet of retail and um and restaurant space right, right. Uh, within this uh daniel's waterfront uh what's really nice about it is we it, it's going to be a very attractive space from a standpoint of for instance uh we're going to extend sugar beach to sugar beach north yes and we're using right. the same uh, architects that did sugar beach uh, claude cormier yeah and everybody loves sugar beach yeah I mean, and, and it's this such will, a hit yeah. uh you see it it's it's becoming a bit of an iconic sort of image of toronto those umbrellas and the and the sand and everything you always see it on pictures of toronto or you know you're watching the jays game and they do the outdoor shots and mm -hmm. there's sugar beach it's just it's become something that toronto is really known for it's right across the street from daniel's waterfront and now you're like you said, you're extending the park in a sense. Sugar Beach North is going to be so part of the community. Absolutely, you're absolutely right, and is an iconic. Sugar Beach is iconic, and we're bringing the umbrellas. We're not going to bring the sand. Okay, uh, <laughs> but too messy. It's it's going to be a, a, a beautiful uh, a beautiful space, and we're also along that west portion along Jarvis is where. Uh, we have 6,000 square feet of restaurant space. So there'll be a, you know, we, we, we haven't, we are not, not at a stage where we're announcing uh, the restaurateur, but we'll have a nice restaurant space with a nice outdoor patio opening up to this Sugar Beach North. Um, we're also uh, between the office condominiums and the residential, the two residential uh, towers, there'll be a, uh, a pedestrian walkway called the yard and that will run east-west between Jarvis and Richardson Street. Mm -hmm. And that will be uh, a, a, a retail space as well as small restaurants uh, that that will just really enhance this community. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's the importance yeah. of, of this this mix. It's, it's about creating more than just a place where people go to to sleep at the end of the night. It's a place where it's obviously their home, but it's a place where they can work and where after work they can go out and have fun. Yeah. and. I guess it's also important to note that um, my understanding is the actual Daniel's corporate head office is going to be relocated into the building as well. You're absolutely right. We love this location. Yeah. We're so excited about uh, this whole master plan community that we made a decision to locate Daniel's head office in the uh, in the office condominiums. Yeah. And again, I mean, it gives the purchasers also just a sense of uh, confidence, a sense of security, a sense of, you know, just... Uh, it's a good feeling to know that if you're buying into this building, you know, the developer themselves who's building the building, they're putting their head office there. They're going to be here for a very long time. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's obviously going to be well built and well constructed. And, uh, you know, every aspect of, of the project is going to be, um, you know, very high quality and, and totally, you know, well thought out. You're absolutely right. I mean, we're, we, we have a lot of confidence in this community. We're putting our name to it. We're going to, 
be will be living here. Yeah, you, you yeah, know, that's we'll, a good way to put it. Yeah, we, you're going to be living here too, in a sense. Yeah, <laughs> we 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 yeah. will maintain ownership of the retail, and you know, I I think you're right. It it can it it is a demonstration of the confidence we have in in the quality of what we're mm-hmm. doing, and also just the long term viability of this community that we think this is a this is an area as, as i mentioned as a gateway to the east bayfront lands this is an area that's just going to keep getting better and better mm-hmm. lastly why don't we talk about the suites themselves the units the finishes and the floor plans that sort of thing like what um what are some of the highlights that people should know about the actual units themselves at waterfront so the the lighthouse tower which is the first condominium is a 45 story uh condominium and there's a really uh, there's 531 suites in the condominium, and there's a real wide variety of suite types in there. So you right. can you can be uh, look at anything from a 349 square foot studio up to a 792 square foot two bedroom beautiful Southwest View uh, uh, suite. Um, we also have uh, from the 40th to the 43rd floor, we have what we call our gallery suites uh, with larger ceiling heights with the 10 foot ceiling heights and only mm-hmm. six suites per floor so you can buy a suite on one of the gallery floors uh, that goes up to about 1800 square feet the wow. top two floors are penthouse floors and they'll only be four suites per floor and you can buy a suite that's up to about 2300 square feet and, and wow. as you can imagine the views from the these these floors yeah. will just be spectacular in, in every yeah. direction whether you're looking at the water or you're looking at the lights of the city these will be some amazing views so it, it the, the the nice thing about the the design of, of this building is that whether you're buying for the first time and you're looking for a small start, starter uh, suite to move into or you're looking for that final perfect you know, 2,000 square foot yeah. penthouse type condominium you're able to, to find it and for an investor we have some uh, a really great suite mix from smaller to, to larger suites from studios one plus dens and two bedrooms that will will, will be at a very nice price point and, mm-hmm. and very easy to rent and I know that the actual finishes themselves appliances and, and all the you know the, the finishes of the unit are going going to be pretty high end as well in the building any yeah, I don't the, know if the, any details you can share yeah, with that the, yet? The interior but. design firm uh, is Ciccone Simone, who've done some excellent work for us in the past. I really think they they, they really really have a real handle on on condominium interiors. So yeah. the the finish itself is is high end. We're using Miele appliances, you know, quartz countertops. Um, so you, you'll really be pleased with what our standard finish is, and that's mm-hmm. one of the things that when you're when you're purchasing with Daniels, uh, yes, this this. Lighthouse will have a decor program, so you can, when you purchase, you'll you'll meet with one of our decor representatives and actually choose your 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 finish uh, colors and package, mm-hmm. and you can you can do upgrades. But our standard finish, as a rule, with Daniels is at a very high level, at a level where for many condominiums, what our standard is would be an upgrade. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Mille appliances, very nice. <laughs> um, is there anything else you want to add about the building or anything we haven't covered that, uh, that you think is important for people to know? Well, I, just just to get back to the, to the amenities, I think it's mm-hmm. the amenities are a very yeah. important factor in a person's decision on where to live. And so again, you know, we look at them as both an extension of living space and we look at them as an extension of your lifestyle. So uh, some of the more more unique, we're going to have the standards. Every you know, we're going to have a great fitness center, and it will be a program fitness center. Uh, there'll be a twenty four hour concierge, but there'll also be some unique uh, features such as an outdoor 
uh, tennis court, basketball right. court on the third uh, outdoor level on the third floor. Uh, there'll also be a bocce court. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, which is kind of unique. Yeah. Uh, on the 11th floor, we have a, a beautiful cocktail pool overlooking the city with a very nice barbecue area and something kind of unique to, to, to enhance the pool is we'll have uh, private cabana suites that you could book and they're actually open up to the outdoor deck but also have an indoor uh, part of it and there'll be little bar fridges in the cabana suite. So I think they're gonna, very luxurious and people are really gonna enjoy that uh, in the summertime. Very nice, very nice. Um, yeah, and I guess this, it's, again, when you're dealing with the building of this scale uh, an entire city block that's where you can really get creative with some of these amenities and have the space to do an outdoor you know a tennis court and mm -hmm. basketball court outside it's it's pretty unique that you can get into a building like this yeah and, and and with all of these amenities are we spend a lot of time when we're we're designing a building we, we in in looking at uh, our amenities from a standpoint of what amenities in our past projects are really well used and that you know, when we talk about mm -hmm. things like the, the garden plots, we realize right, you know, from the first ones we put in, just how popular they were. And so we're, we're constantly trying to enhance the usage of our amenity space. We don't want to create a mini space that's just another room that you're, that is part of your, of, of your residence. We actually want you to be using it on a daily basis. Absolutely. Yeah, that's great. Um, Dominic, thank you so much for your time today. Uh, very excited about this new project and uh, look forward to talking to you again soon. Great. Thank you, Andrew. Okay, there you have it. That was my interview with Dominic Tampa. And once again, I hope you enjoyed that in this week's episode. For the show notes on this episode and to get the investor package for this project, Daniel's Waterfront, just head on over to truecondos.com slash podcast. And you can get everything there. Okay, until next time, I hope you have a great week. Thanks for listening to the True Condos Podcast. Remember, your positive reviews make a big difference to the show. To learn more about condo investing, become a True Condos subscriber by visiting truecondos.com.